Hey guys, what's up? My name is Richard Green with blockchaincamp.ca. Welcome to another one of our podcasts. Um, at blockchaincamp.ca, we exist to make crypto simple for you guys. And our goal is to help educate a million people around the world all about the crypto ecosystem. And you might just be one of them. Okay, guys, on today's podcast, we are going to take a look at the difference between utility tokens and security tokens and kind of take a look at the pros and cons and why this might be important. Um, Before we do, I want to bring your attention to a recent news article that came out, a press release actually, on September the 11th by Binance. Binance is one of the largest crypto exchanges out there. If you trade crypto, you have heard the name Binance, if not use it on a regular basis. Whenever a project um, gets listed or comes to market, I should say, you know, an ICO, for example, they give the tokens out and they're about to go with the exchanges. You will find that everyone in the community is asking the question, when Binance? When Binance? When Binance? And that's because Binance is so massive. They do almost a billion dollars in volume each day um, around eight to nine hundred million on average that's crypto trading volume and get this binance as young as they are founded in 2017 is set to do a billion dollars in profit not revenue guys profit and that comes from things like advisory fees listing fees trade commissions and so they announced that they are going to work with the Malta Stock Exchange. They actually moved their entire exchange from Hong Kong, I believe, to Malta because of the conditions were more favorable and the Maltese government was welcoming to these types of innovations. And so Binance is announcing um, that they're going to create a security tokens trading platform. What? But why should we really care? Before we do, guys, I think it's important to know um, some, some brief differences between a utility token and a security token. Now, a utility token, let's start there, uh, gives you future access to uh, a product or service. You know, so it is a holder of value that is not necessarily classified as an investment, and actually, it's uh, it's it's exempted under the federal securities law you know, including the SEC, and it really represents a coupon for service. So think of it like pre-ordering a video game before it actually comes out or a project that we have been following, Holochain. What they did was they issued hot tokens, which will then be exchanged for fuel once their mainnet goes live. So a utility token is just a, a basically a, a, a token that provides utility for a future date or a future service or for a future goal or reason. A security token, on the other hand, is created if a crypto asset um, is not only tradable, but it can represent ownership of a particular asset. And it's different from an ICO because it's, uh, it's giving you actual equity in the company. And this is the big differentiator, guys. So equity gives you shares. You know, if you trade stocks, 
you understand that the shares of a company, if you buy Apple shares, you're actually buying ownership in a company. When you're buying security tokens, you're actually buying ownership in the project, not just the tokens that are traded back and forth. Okay, let's let's put a let's put a pin there. I mean, there's lots of use cases for security tokens, and being able to tokenize or trade the value of a particular asset is huge. You know, just the the overall potential of it. To give you guys in, this in perspective, um, ICOs give or take have raised about four or five billion dollars. It's said that uh, you know security tokens could potentially replace a lot of assets that we have today, such as uh, trading real estate or raising money for venture capital or venture funds or even commodities. So what we're seeing is an emergence out of the crypto space of a new type of token that will give you access to real ownership. Now, obviously, it's going to be very regulated. They have to be compliant with the SEC and all the federal laws. And if they're not, there are heavy fines, penalties, even suspensions that can come and essentially cripple an entire company or project, and your coins or your tokens could be essentially worth nothing. So it's it's super high risk right now, but as the SEC, as more financial institutions understand what this could actually mean for not only crypto, but the equities asset class, this could be a real game changer. And it has been the talk for some months now of um, even potentially exceeding the value of the ICOs. Now, utility tokens are traditionally built on Ethereum. We've seen a lot of projects raise money in Ethereum and in Bitcoin, but the projects usually sit on the Ethereum network on with using tokens called ERC-20. Not to go into technical details, but just that's what they are. If you like to do some research, go for it. Now, the security tokens are a little different. And Polymath, uh, they're issuing a token known as an ST-20, so a security token. And essentially, you purchase a Polymath token, which is a utility token, that can then be used to purchase security tokens in a particular project. So for example, say there is a, uh, a real estate complex that wants to issue security tokens. One would purchase, for example, either a Polymath ST20 token or a Binance ST20 token. And the assets that they purchase would represent ownership of this particular real estate complex. So just as an analogy I want to give you guys. And it is said by a lot of researchers that one day mainstream companies, so the brick and mortar, the e-commerce, actual companies that are generating revenue and profit may consider using security tokens instead of using the traditional IPOs. Now we have ICOs, we have IPOs, and now we have STOs, security token offerings. And it's estimated that if the adoption is picked up, we could see a security token market value of $10 trillion by 2020. That is massive, guys. Now, let's take a look at Polymath and what they're doing, because I think it gives us insight into what a security token has in terms of its advantages 
over utility tokens. So first of all, Polymath, you know, their system of securitized tokens uh, attracts investors, but you usually have to be accredited, at least for now. So if you want to participate, there are various laws based on your country of how much income you need to make per year that is declared and they'll need your tax information. And the KYC is pretty detailed. The other benefit for an STO over using an IPO, which is an initial public offering where you buy and sell shares on NASDAQ, NYSE, um, the Dow, wherever you're trading or buying your stocks, is that it's 24-7. So just like the crypto market, the securitized token market will also be 24-7. This is pretty big because a lot of companies aren't traded on the weekends. Also, there's no more middlemen. Now, if you do research on the IPO space, there are millions and millions of dollars of cost that goes into issuing an IPO. Think of all the legal fees, the lawyers that you have to hire to go through the documents and make sure you cross all your T's and dot your I's. Think of the big investment firms on Wall Street that have to work with these massive companies. For example, when Uber went public or Snapchat went public, it wasn't just like an overnight decision. This is a lengthy month after month of creating drafts and reviews and revisions that has to take place. And that costs a lot of money and a lot of equity because usually the capital comes out of some form of equity, whether it's direct or indirect with options. And lastly, I think the most important feature of uh, this new security token and this industry that is not even yet created, it's just, it's just so brand new, it's, it's exciting, and it, it, it warrants research, I would think, is that it gives access to billions of people who are on banks globally. That's, I think there are over 2 billion people at least around the world who are unbanked. And why is this important? This is important, guys, because the person in India or Africa or in South America that doesn't have access to their you know, Scotch trade account or their TD online investing account, um, they can't buy shares of Tesla or these different stocks as easily as people in North America and in Europe. But with STOs, as long as they are able to pass the KYC, and I'd imagine that the, the regulation will become um, more lax and streamlined as the market grows, it will give them access to be able to participate, which is also massive. Now, just to look at uh, Polymath real quick, at the high earlier this year in February or so, it hit uh, $1.58 with a $380 billion market cap there or so. And today, it's trading around $0.12 cents or $36 million for the market cap around 2,000 Satoshis. So, guys, do your research. Take a look at Polymath. I'm not saying to buy it. I'm not saying to sell it. I'm saying it's very interesting that now Binance, one of the leading crypto exchanges, is following suit along this security tokens trend. And I think that this might be the next wave in crypto. Again, guys, we always encourage you, D-Y-O-R, do your own research, do some digging, do your due diligence, and come to your own conclusions. All right, guys, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast where we explore the differences between utility tokens and security tokens, advantages, and what this might mean for the overall market. 
Now guys, I hope you liked this. I hope you found it interesting. If you did, please like, share, subscribe, and we hope to see you guys soon. My name is Richard Green from blockchaincamp.ca. Happy trading, and we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye now.